Thanks for joining me on the Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio this week and uh, college basketball. Uh, sports in general always starts getting into a frenzy come March, March Madness. And, uh, you, you know, fans were thinking about our brackets and, and in this day and age, uh, gambling around every corner. But uh, companies have been planning all year long for, uh, for how they're going to take advantage of March, March Madness. And we're, uh, we're joined by Mark DeMassimo, founder and creative chief at Digo, uh, an agency promoting uh, better habits by building business with positive behavior change marketing. And Mark's a great person to talk to uh, what to expect as far as ads and uh, and branding come March Madness and Mark thanks for coming on Greg it's so great to be on the show thank you so much yeah great to have you and uh, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sports guy and a, and a college basketball fan and and uh, so many ways now to consume our March Madness uh, get our March Madness fix and uh, how have, have advertisers and uh, and marketing pros like you kept up with it? Wow! Look, uh, I'll tell you, this is uh, uh, there's a reason uh, that they call it madness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know the power of this thing. It's the only phenomenon in sports fan engagement to rival fantasy football. So you know one of the one of the two arguably the, the biggest, but certainly one of the two biggest events in fan engagement, um, you know, each year. Um, it goes all the way back to this thing called the bracket. So, you know, I'm a, a, you're an expert on, uh, on sports. I'm, a, I'm an expert on why people do what they do and, you know, tend to focus on positive addiction, you know, and something about brackets, uh, you know, created the basis of an addiction here. Now, when when people are engaged uh, and they're you know they're they're almost driven mad with engagement, advertisers are going to be there, right? Absolutely, and uh, and and part of the fun for uh, for people. I watch a lot of college basketball with my dad, who's a big fan, especially come March Madness. We tune in, or we can't. We look forward to the commercials to see what Capital One is done each year with with Charles Barkley and Spike Lee, and and now Jim Nance. And uh, I mean, they've uh, they've turned uh, you know Capital One into a part of the March Madness with their funny commercials. Absolutely, Capital One has been one of the most. Um, uh, one of the biggest and most successful advertisers in in leveraging, uh, you know, March Madness and, and really being where the audience is. They've really they've really created a brand. They've been committed to it. It's it's been great to see. You know, they, they're one of the first to recognize. You know what a big opportunity March Madness is. I mean, you, you, smart people get it. Warren Buffett uh, a few years back offered a billion dollars. To the for the first perfect bracket. Yeah. <laughs> so Warren Buffett's onto this. You know he's not sitting around watching sports. Uh, he's reading financial reports, but he knows how, how big this is. You know, I'll tell you, the stakes keep rising. They keep rising on engagement. You know, move me, excite me, distract me, engage me, make me feel, get me to the edge of my seat. And these are the changes. Folks are on more screens now, right? 
They're not just on two. You know, they're they're they, they're they're they, it's, it's sort of like Gonzo uh, screens now, and uh, you know something that that's come in uh, to make this more immersive, more interacting, and engaging uh, is sports betting. So that's a yep. big trend this year. Um, you know, I, I, I bet you haven't missed uh, uh, JB Smooth uh, in the uh, Caesars uh, sports betting campaign this year. Yeah, with the Mannings, uh, you know that's been that's been classic, oh, yeah. and and uh, you know the Mannings are involved, uh, you know with with Caesars and 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 they're betting uh, really uh, they're betting as they're releasing across the country. So uh, you know, recognizable, and yeah, they're cute commercials. I think. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say they're as, as friendly to watch as, as some of the other ones, but uh, yeah, they're, they're memorable, and I guess that's what uh, you want to be this time of the year. Of course, the buzzer beaters are going to be memorable in the games, and you want to have an ad or a, a brand that's memorable as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I think the truth is they spend an enormous amount of money and they're unmissable, you know. They're, they may not be as fun to watch, but they're but they've really invested a lot. In fact, they spent, um, you know, at a great loss. I think their loss was almost a half a billion dollars. But they say that they'll they they'll make now, they'll make up for it. Don't worry. That's what they're saying. They're saying yeah. that they've exceeded their market share goals. You're actually going to see less of their advertising in March Madness because they've exceeded their goals, and now they're going for profit. And yeah, I agree with you. They're going to get it. Yeah, what about the chart? Got college athletes in the money now. Right? Sure. Same image like. So that's sure. a whole story here that advertisers are trying to figure out how to play. Yeah, they are trying to figure that out, and uh, it's going to take a little while. And the laws may kind of change a little bit again uh, as uh, as we go on, as as the NCAA and and government start learning. What about the Charles Barkley phenomenon? I go back to that again with Capital One. Uh, uh, Mark, why is he so likable and uh, and memorable in those commercials and people want more and more of him? Well, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the nature of uh, an absolutely great performer that, that, that he makes it look so easy and natural uh but you know the truth is that uh charles barkley has an enormous amount of talent he just does he just knows how to play charles barkley so well <laughs> he's been in movies you know it's uh whether he's on the court or you're, he's on a movie set or in a commercial he he just knows how to do him really well and it just turns out to be a great uh great performer and, and they were just, you know, just so so smart uh, to get him, and they were willing to invest. And I say banks are where the money is, but <laughs> they spent some real money on that, and it is worth it. Yeah, we're with Mark DeMassimo from, from Digo, and of course we'll be inundated throughout March Madness, as we were during the football season, with pizza ads, uh, beer, and soft drink ads, Mark, because that's what people consume as they're watching sports. Um, how do you? How does a company separate themselves? Uh, you know, there's lots of pizza companies, there's lots of beer companies, and and drink companies, uh, and you know, certain ones stand out. Uh, how, how do they? How do they do that? Would you mind? Uh, would you mind, Rick, if I if I took you through the 22 advertisers really quickly that are going to be on the women's NCAA tournament? Yeah, go ahead. By the way, is already out and uh, and and fully subscribed. Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah. So it's interesting. So there's uh, Adidas, Apple, AT&T, Credit Karma, General Motors, Golden Corral, Indeed, Invesco, Jersey Mike's, you're right, Subs, right? Merck, so there's some Pharma, National Automotive Parts, because everybody drives. Nissan, again, Orgain, um, Quicken Loans, Subway, Taco Bell, Target, T-Mobile, Unilever, Wendy's, Whirlpool, and Workday. Yeah. <laughs> you've got a real, yeah, you got the Taco Bells and the Jersey Mike's. Um, but, you, but you've also, you know, you've got the Targets for shopping. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they're on the men's as well, too. Uh, you've, you've, you've got cars. You've got, you know, mobile. So you've got Whirlpool. There, these are folks who are looking at and saying, we've got a mass audience here. We've got a big audience. And, you know, big advertisers with big budgets want big audiences, and, and they've decided this is the place to be. And they're hoping they have a captive audience. Well, go ahead. I could, I, could, I could just have that up as well, too. So, so how do you stand out? Well, thank, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that question, because without that question, I, uh, I would – uh, be trying to figure out how to make a living. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what advertisers hire crazy people like me and agencies uh, for. And it's a, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a fun, but very competitive and very difficult uh, challenge. And, you know, the ones who do, and you, you know, you've mentioned uh, Capital One a few times here, you know, um, I think you're reflecting your audience really well. I, th- I think those who stick with it, those who invest in it and those who double down on the things that work best, like Charles Barkley, for example, like what's in your wallet, for example, those are the ones that stick in our minds. Those are the ones who win. Yeah, and uh, some companies do it better than others, like you said. And and oh, yeah. uh, and with March Madness, though, you have a wide range of uh, the demographic is huge. Uh, you know, ages 7 to to in their in 80 90 years old uh, i know people that are college basketball watchers so uh it's a wide audience and that poses uh poses a challenge as well doesn't it yeah it does you know i mean the opportunities it, it's rare it's, it's rare these days to get families together everybody's in their own uh media everybody's binge watching uh, you know, uh, folks are, and we're thankful for it, listening to radio and listening to podcasts, etc. Uh, you know, there's just, there's so much media and we're all divided. There are a few things that bring families together anymore from a media point of view, but those things are incredibly valuable to advertisers. And March Madness is one of them. You're right. You've got, uh, you, you've not only got young, you know, medium and old in the audience, but often you've got them together, whether digitally or physically. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of engagement on the other side, connecting these these different psychographics and demographics, different parts of families, and that's you know that's an incredibly valuable thing for for some advertisers. And so I look at this list, and you know. Um, uh, Adidas has that sort of a broad, broad target audience. Apple, you know, these devices are, you know, are our communications devices, uh, you know, at their at their core. They they bring families together. They're memory devices. They're memory creation devices. As I go through this list, I see a list of advertisers that want that mass and they want that family. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And uh, it's going to be a fun, fast-paced three weeks, wrapping up with Mark DeMassimo from from Digo. And uh, um, it's going to be fun to see uh, who maybe the breakout stars or the breakout companies are. And a tremendous amount of data will be collected as well, as you know, Mark, and as you guys do. Um, that data will hopefully be used. Uh, the companies will use it for uh, for future opportunities as well. Absolutely. I'll look forward to come back and uh, coming back and uh, we can compare notes and I'll tell you what we, what we learned. Oh, I love that. I love dissecting the data. And Mark, if people want to find out more about what you guys are doing or will be doing during the March Madness, where should they go? Well, you know, the first, uh, the first place to go is digobrands.com, D-I-G-O-B-R-A-N-D-S.com. And I'm Mark D-I-M-A-S-S-I-M-O, Mark DeMassimo. You can just search Digo in Google and find all my LinkedIn's and, and other social media. Happy to hear from you. Great. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Busy time of the year for you and a fun time as well. And uh, can't wait to see what you guys, uh, your findings are. Thanks for coming on. Rick, love your show. Thanks so much.